so there is no sound per se you don't hear it with your ears uh, you don't really hear anything with your ears nowadays but you hear it in your mind and it's so powerful that you just can't block it out it's like standing next to a cannon or you know a jet fighter taking off and covering your ears it'll muffle it some but you still get the brunt of what it is and it's almost assaulting to you and we'll say that your your fearless trait feet um takes the edge off where you're not in just a a dead panic after uh, the initial exposure to this but you're still you're still running you're not calm enough or anything that you can you can stop you're just you feel like you just have to get away from this thing you have to run um and you do have the sensation of of moving um although it's it's um, disorientating. Uh, you, you know, it's it's this non-Euclidean style of movement. Like you are moving forward, but you feel yourself moving up, and you naturally try to adjust, and you you try to go up, and you feel yourself moving backwards. Um, and you know uh, every every way you move uh, generates a sensation of moving into a in a different way, and uh, you just keep moving. You don't know for how long. You don't know how long it was until you kind of uh, collected yourself. Um, but you move and you move and you keep going, and every now and then you you get a flash of you're not sure at first it's a, it's a shape and it'll just it'll blink in and blink out just real quick and it's it, it sometimes it's super far away from you and sometimes it's it's fairly close and every time you see it you try to move towards it um but i mean like like i said it's as quick as you snap your fingers it's there and it's gone it's it's a it's a single frame of film almost, you know, just bap, and um, where sometimes you're not even sure that you saw it, maybe sometimes you just want to see it um, while you're running away from this thing, and you just, you feel this presence, and it's just, it's, it's maddening, because like I said, you don't know how long you're running, but you feel it getting closer, you feel it stalking you, you feel it moving towards you, and once you catch this this shape that flickers in and out and it's a it's a person it's um it's a brown-haired person maybe maybe female uh, you're not you're not quite sure um and you see it a few more times and yeah sure enough it's it's a it's a female shape uh, brown hair uh, but you can't you can't really make out features or anything but, uh, and you, and you try to, uh, you, you reach out 
to this this thing that's chasing you again you, i mean you look around and and you can sense something but you don't you don't see anything but you reach out for this mind just out of something to try to do and what's the metaphor i came up with i had something that uh, i can't think of it I, I lost it but it's the this mind is is so vast so alien uh, to anything that you've ever touched it's not that you can't manipulate it it's just that you you have no frame of reference um, and it almost overwhelms you like you reach out and barely touch it and it just freezes you in place and it's like you're a single drop of water in an ocean that's not the one that I originally had thought of but that's the only one that's coming coming to me like the equivalent of your mind versus this thing and it just it stuns you to even touch it like you stop and you when you stop you feel it stop too just for a moment not And, and you just get the instinctual feeling. It's not because you reached out to it. It's not because your mind touched it. Something about you just, it stopped. You stopped and it stopped. And then it started this slow pace once again. You, you got before that it was like scrambling and not scrambling. It was running and loping and stalking you um, but when you stopped it it stopped and you get this sense of it crawling and creeping and slithering you know all these different forms of locomotion but again you can't see this thing anywhere it's this gigantic vast white space so i wouldn't be able to do this but fergus is smarter than me so I think it's reasonable for him to be able to. When he starts seeing this figure manifest, he's going to remember its relative position to him. And now that he's sort of come to a stop, he's sort of plotting a course in his mind to see if there's any pattern. Like, when I moved this way, did it appear on this side of me? Did it flicker in and out faster when I moved faster? Stuff like that. So he's like analyzing what he's seen of this person and figuring out if there's a pattern. Um, he also is going to like experimentally move and then stop again to see what that causes the... Um, what I can only call cyclopean presence around him since we're using Lovecrafty words I got the impression that when he stopped moving and the thing sort of 
changed its its way of moving that the the sound maybe also lessened because the way you were describing it it was like the sound was driving Fergus to move and so he would only be able to stop it seemed like he wouldn't be able to to be still unless the sound was less but um I don't know if that's what you intended or if I'm just sort of reading that into it. Anyway, um, he's going to try experimentally, like, running again and then stopping again to see if that produces a repeatable um, change in the environment, in this presence that he's feeling. He's definitely not going to reach out and try and mentally contact that thing again. He feels quite insignificant, and yet also like this huge thing is focusing on him personally, which he doesn't care for at all. He'd like to be able to just be left alone, I guess. He has like no idea what's possible with this thing, so he's his default is like go unseen, like, don't be detected. But he also kind of has to experiment a little bit to f see if he can figure out what the hell's going on. As far as the other thing goes, if he can figure out any rhyme or reason to when this mysterious woman is, is manifesting, then he's going to prepare for the next time that he thinks she'll manifest and see if he can telepathically contact her like if she's actually a person who's coming in and out or if she's just some sort of illusion or something your experiment in in kind of stopping and and going and everything with this thing that's stalking you you get the nerve you you build it up to stand in one place to stop moving for um, you know a somewhat extended period amount of time wow that was redundant an extended period of time and you get just kind of built in a, a primal impression that you know, and when you stop, it stops. But you don't get the, the sense that you're out of danger or anything like that. But you feel that this thing wants to hunt. And why you don't feel safe standing still, you know, it, it's kind of like a cat with a with a mouse to a certain extent to to be uh reductive about how this feeling is but you know you you feel it kind of stalk around you and and move and everything waiting for you to to go um and the sound while it's driving it's it's more of its presence i i guess i wasn't uh, explaining it in, entirely well 
but it's you know there there's this growl and everything that uh, reverberates. It's not even necessarily a growl; it's just a sound that kind of reverberates in your in your guts and your essence. Um, and it was terrifying, but just the the very presence of this thing. Yeah, you you feel like it's just waiting on you to to move again. Like you might get attacked while standing still, but you, you do get some semblance of, of maybe staving it off or something. But, you know, again, the cat analogy, you don't know if you'll get batted to get moving again or, or what. So I'll leave that to you. The um, female that keeps flickering in and out, you, there's no pattern. You... You move in certain ways and everything, but it doesn't seem to be anything consistent. But you do... You, you keep your, your senses spread out, but away from the thing that's chasing you. And not all the time. A lot of times, though, uh, when this being flickers into existence, you get scared or panicked or defensive impressions uh, you know you like I said it's like as quick as snapping your fingers so you can't even get like whole words or, or anything like that but like I said you you get impressions of of what they're feeling and uh, sometimes it's it's sometimes it's more... The longer it goes, the more you get a sense of calmness or certainty about what what they're doing. Um, you know, sometimes it's still got this adrenaline-filled reflexiveness to it. And sometimes it'll, you know, bam, 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 it'll be this, this series of, of flashes. And then, you know, you'll go long periods without seeing this individual. And sometimes they're so close that you can reach out and, and touch them, but you can never, it's so fast. Like you just, even though you, you sit on edge, you're just not able to react that quickly. Um, you get really, really close sometimes. But this goes on for a while. And... That's that's one thing. Everybody, I had Flocky do some rolls, and he got a 13 and 11. And it was uh, kind of a double check to to see uh, how you responded with this this creature, uh, with and also with this person. Uh, you're you're moving along. You you do this starting and stopping to maybe throw this thing off or see what its patterns are or if it has patterns. Um, and it seems to, seems to work all right. And off in the distance, you see a, a shape. It's um, gray next to all the white that you've been moving through. And... You, you don't know, like, you don't sleep, you don't eat, or anything, but you just, you feel like you've been in this space for weeks or months, 
you're not really sure. Um, but you see this gray blob. It's kind of this amorphous shape. And, you know, it's consistent. And you start to move towards it. And it takes a while. You just keeps getting larger and larger and larger and larger until it's just it takes up your entire view except for you know you don't really want to look behind you because you still get a feeling of this thing actually the closer you get to it you you get a feeling that this thing is just coming closer and you can you you glance back to see if this 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 gray that's that's in front of you takes up everything because it's in your peripheral and you turn back and you actually start to start to see something behind you it's a you can't really grasp what it is it's 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 tiny in your in your view but you know that this thing is just mind-boggling <laughs> I'm going to make up a word. It's mind-bogglingly enormous. You know, it, it boggles the mind, to, to put it in actual English. And it's... It's Cthulian. It's... Um, you know, you're, you're strong enough mentally to not crack, but you don't want to look at this thing undulating and tentacled and uh, mini-eyed but it's coming at you just so fast like you don't you don't know but you look forward out of panic and try to try to go as fast as you can and you see uh the the gray starts to clear a little bit and it's cracked and it's uh, looks degraded um, and decrepit and it's a type of, you start to see through it a bit and realize it's some type of transparent material. Maybe the inside is, is what's distressed as well. Um, like you can't, it's, it's hazy, um, but you finally make contact with it and you start to push through and you can feel just this presence behind you, this creature so close you, you you can you know feel the proverbial uh heat of its breath on your neck and right as you're right as you're touch this material you start to push your way through and it's it's resisting you really hard but you give it everything you've got and right as you're going through you can feel a, a bit of your psychic form uh it's touched by this this creature just just your heel and you just feel this awful searing pain you feel some of your form just pulled away but it, it causes you just in a blind panic to surge through the rest of this material and you... <sighs> you're breathing and you, I mean you don't ha you don't have to breathe but you're, you're trying to collect yourself and you look up and you see just this kind of wasteland, this, this desiccated landscape of, of uh, 
old and new buildings, uh, new in the sense of, um, you know, they're contemporary, kind of what you uh, left with and, and um, like sleek, futuristic designs, uh, but they're, they're degraded as well. Um, everything here just looks old and worn out, but they also have a, like a essence of, of, of promise and potential in them. Uh, like there's still a, there's still like an, uh, vibrant essence to it. Like, even though it's, that's old and decrepit and everything, like kind of like when you see a old car that's got good bones. I know you're not a car guy. Um, but when it's still like, like you see kind of an old shitty car, it's got rust on it or whatever, but like you can tell it's still sturdy. Like it's still going to drive. It's still going to go. Um, that's kind of, kind of how this whole place feels. And you see, you know, far off in the distance, you see some humanoid individuals milling about and you see a, a great winged serpent flying through the sky. Occasionally you'll feel the, the ground rumble and shake and you'll see some, some dust fall off of some buildings and everything. And, uh, it's very close to you. Like your back is, is against this space and you have the, the, the feeling that you are in uh, either the domain of future or past. <laughs>